0: Yo, yo, what's going on, y'all? You know who it is. You know what time it is. MK3, the host. We in the building. It's Kirkland's Corner, man. You know what time it is. Welcome. It's first week of March, first official week of March. We trying to get off to a good start, man. We're going to get it off and running. Uh, hopefully, everybody's doing well. Uh, hopefully, everything everybody is reaching for is attainable. Um, if it's not, better get your shit in line because you can't be out here trying to... Uh, <laughs> Get these bullshit ass wild ass dreams with no kind of proper planning or no kind of you know insight to what you're doing. it's just not gonna happen. That's just wishful thinking that's definitely one of those things we as adults gotta get through our heads. you know a lot of ideas sound good. How willing are you to put in the time, effort, work, et cetera, to make sure this this plan is now foolproof instead of just? a possibility, you know, like if you playing Spades, I mean, you don't want to have three in a possible, if your goal is four, you're trying to have four, possible not going to cut it, so, you know, that's definitely one thing uh, to look at as you are continuing with your goals for this month, uh, not a whole lot new with me, you know, we're getting ready for that tournament, we're going to have our first ever corner classic that's gonna be held May third and fourth, uh, TBD. But it's gonna be a, a cash prize tournament. So for any of y'all listening out there, we got a five on five basketball tournament, cash prize, two racks for the winners, seven fifty for second place. We're not doing a third place, uh, prize, cash prize this time. So you gotta get first. You gotta get second. If you're not first, you're last. You know what Ricky Bobby said. <laughs> but no, um, just today, you know. Today was one of the times, man, I was just looking around and I felt like it was time to reflect on some things just that I've seen personally. And just some things that have just become either socially acceptable or I guess the norm, if you want to call it, as of late. And it's just some things we got to address and that I want to kind of get off my chest from where I sit at. And to be completely honest, where I see that is different, you know, I'm an African-American male. That doesn't make it different in the sense of, you know, importance of needing to be heard. But it's in the sense of things as well as we all know it are different. You know, I feel a lot of times, especially socially, when people of color speak their mind, they're viewed as complaining or, you know, like like when uh, the lady told LeBron and, you know, people just shut up and dribble. It's like, hold on. So you expect us to see certain things going on in the world. You have people of all races, colors, creeds who love these athletes for what they do for their city or their team or whatever you, you want to, you know, whatever angle you want to take. But then when it comes to, you know, social injustices, um, just natural issues in the world, now their opinions no longer matter. Which is really strange because, you know, there's a lot of individuals, not just black, you know, uh, there's a lot of individuals who speak their mind and they kind of get bypassed. But I feel like none necessarily worse than a black male at this point. Um, You know, a lot of people don't like LeBron for a lot of various reasons. I'm a a LeBron fan personally. Um, I'm also a realist though. So, that is one thing I'll say, you know, if you ever want to get into a topic of who I think is the best. I still don't think LeBron's the best ever. One of the best ever for sure, but Mike is still the goat for me, you know what I'm saying? But like, when you look at LeBron's body of work, when you look at what he does outside of the game for things in life, it's crazy to me that socially speaking, you know, I've seen dudes a piece of shit, he's a bum, he's not this, he's not that. These are coming from people who I'm assuming <laughs> don't have a 34, you know, million dollar worth. <laughs> Never cashed a $90 million check at 18 from Nike. You know, still aren't with their first girlfriend or mother of their child from high school. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to step on anybody's toes, but I'm not even in that boat. So I can't, you know, it's just one of those humbling things. I think people really, social media has allowed people to have a voice, which is cool. But it's also allowed people to kind of bite off more than they can chew. Uh, which is, you know, it is what it is. We're going to get things kicked off, though, for sure. I definitely want to thank the Black Tux and Anchor for uh, sponsoring uh, the podcast. Definitely appreciate it. You know, when I started doing this podcast thing, I was just nervous as shit. Like, you know, what, is anybody even going to listen? Probably not. Um, You know, sometimes I look at my numbers. They're not very high. We're going to keep pushing, but, you know, The one thing I love about this is just the ability to be myself, the ability to talk my shit, as I like to say. And, you know, this is definitely giving me a nice platform to do so. So, again, big ups to the Black Tux. Uh, Big ups to Anchor for sponsoring my podcast. It's definitely much appreciated. Definitely looking forward to uh, more work to come in the future. I had a blast recording that Black Tux uh, ad, too. Um, It was definitely a funny one. I definitely uh got caught up <laughs> trying to read the script and uh some of that shit that definitely made me laugh. But uh, like I said, definitely much appreciated. Um we're gonna get a couple words in from them real quick and we'll be right back to Total T. Z. We'll be right back in one minute to touch on some social shenanigans that I've been seeing a lot lately. And we'll get into some more here on the corner. We'll be right back. Alright, you heard from Anchor, you heard from the Black Tux. Again, appreciate y'all letting me record the ad. appreciate the sponsorship. Alright y'all, this is Kirkland's Corner. Welcome back. I'm MK3, the host if you're just tuning in. So, we're talking about social shenanigans today. And I just touched on LeBron a little bit, just as a small little example of some of the things I've seen. And... You know, like I said, social media, when it came out, I think it was a good way for us to all keep in touch, uh, keep in contact with those you might have lost touch with, uh, maybe rekindle a flame if that's what your goal was, or just to get back in touch with someone that you, you know, split up with years ago, you know, whether as split up as friends or, you know, whatever the case is, life moved you one place, you know, whatever, whatever circumstances bring you back. It was nice to have that social media bond between us, and not that it isn't good now, I don't want anybody to be listening and think that I'm saying it's not a good thing, but one thing I will say is this, social media has given people without a voice a voice, it's also given a voice to people and things that didn't need any furthering in their in their plan of attack or in their mode of, uh, you know, purpose. I think there's a lot of things that need to be left off social media. I think a lot of people would benefit from a lot of things being left off social media. And I also think that just as some people took a step back and looked at the ramifications of your actions on social media I think people would understand, I think, how to use it a little bit more effectively. Uh, for instance, you know, there's a lot of people, a lot of jobs, but there, are a lot of companies and organizations who will check your social media profiles first. And so some people can't wonder why they're not getting jobs. You got titties, ass, weed leaves, uh, empty bottles, you got whatever kind of drug you were using over the weekend. You got all sorts of references about those. And not that I don't like certain references. Not that I don't like jokes. You know, I know me personally, I am four twenty uh friendly or a advocate of marijuana. I don't think that it's bad. I think it's been given a really terrible label socially again. Um, I just it's one of those things that I I can see concern, but I can also see being magnified by people who just don't know. Um, that's one thing I think we tend to do in life is magnify problems that we really don't know how to figure out or just certain topics we don't know about. We try to blow everything up around it to get to the point that, hey, we really don't know shit about this, so we're just going to make it sound really fucking terrible, and we're going to push everybody on this agenda to not be with it. That's my take on weed. I know a lot of friends who are, you can call it anti, I got a, I know also know a lot of people who said if weed was legal, they wouldn't mind it, which is also funny to me because these are the same people who drink like fish <laughs> and drive, don't necessarily get caught, but it's funny that it always comes back to that word legal and it's just. It's just funny kind of the discrepancy between marijuana and some other things, but that's just one of the things, you know, like I said, socially, there's just so many shenanigans online and it's just, it comes to that point where we have to start figuring out, all right, man, what the fuck is really going on? Like, is this actually putting us forward or backward? And there's a lot of different things that you see online um, in a negative light. There's also a lot of positive things as well that people have to take hold of, like the ability to be able to debate and discuss. Now, there's a lot of people who cannot successfully debate and discuss almost anything without getting into an argument or being so passionate that they kind of let that passion seep out and get a little bit disrespectful. That's a good and a bad thing. Um, Like I said, the platform that you have or you're given is ultimately yours to do what you want with it. I just think some of the people online use their platform for some real bogus ass reasons and you know, we just as people have got to tie into that better and get a better grasp on it. If you remember what I said earlier, I feel like being African American male is a different role, especially in speaking. I said that to to say this I have my own mind I'm not what someone else thinks I'm me if you want to know some shit about me you come ask me and in society unfortunately there's a lot of times where my opinion as an African American male is not valued or there'll be more placed on what I do in a negative light than what I do in a positive light. No, that's not just for African-American males and females. But it happens a lot with people of color. And one place that I think it really sucks that it happens is online. Because when you're online, people have that access to, you know, arrest records, records. You know, say you get bumped up and you're in the paper, which I've had that happen before. People have, you know, access to that. People, you know, maybe they're not writing it down on a sticky note or whatnot, but I can guarantee you shit gets screenshotted. It gets passed along to someone else. It gets passed to someone else who tells someone else who plays telephone with somebody else. And then before you know it, boom, we got a whole big shit show about one person based off one other person seeing it, and now you just have that negative energy and negative vibe flowing. At first, it was just I had friends who maybe saw me get bumped up and shared it with another friend. But socially, you have a lot of people who do not agree with you on your profile, on your page, on your friends list, on your top friends list. And when that starts to get infiltrated, especially with the way people's minds work, that's when you start to see that problem. That's when you start to see the the change in pace. That's when you start to see people's true colors really come out. You know, I've seen people get into some jams and, you know, it's, oh man. You know, I always knew, you know, such and such was gonna, you know. And it's like, damn, bro, really? How did you always know You know, how did you always know this person was destined to, you know, either get in trouble or, you know, eventually get locked up or something? How how could you have always known that? And why is it that socially online you're portraying this and talking shit about it right here? To me, that embodies bitch assness. Shout out to Diddy for that word. I don't own that word, but it's a good one. Bitch assness. That's not, it's it just, it, come on, man. When you think about that, you're bashing me online. You've been in my face for years if we went to school together. You never stopped to be like, hey, Matt, you're a decent guy, but sometimes you're a piece of shit, man. You know, could you, is, you know, this is just coming from an outside opinion. Maybe you should do things a little bit differently. Maybe you should do that. See, to some people... That's a shot, a slap in the face. To me, that's someone giving you constructive criticism and letting you know that, hey, man, you're a piece of shit in my eyes, but you don't have to be. Now, there's two ways to take that, though. You can take it as a slap in the face like most people do. Or you can look at how this person relayed that to you, take it for what it is, and go forward. And you're like, "Well, what's your point, man? My point is this: when you know something or feel something about someone and you're around them constantly, but you can't tell them what it is you think, etc, but you can hop online behind a fucking keyboard and type all fucking day about this person that, this person, this, fuck this type of people fuck. How? wait, hold up. Bro, where did you get all this confidence from? I'm not advocating violence, but I think a lot of people talk shit online as opposed to people's face because they don't want to get slapped. Again, I'm not advocating for violence, but I do know everybody has a breaking point. There's a lot of shit people say online that could get them slapped or beat up or killed, and we've seen that happen online, and that's not good. I'm not glorifying any of that, but I am telling you, socially speaking, with the way our social medias are set up, everybody or somebody who knows you, who has an important or significant role in your life, will see something negative online, and that can spark a change of pace in a relationship. It can can diffuse a situation, but it can also blow one up. And I think it's just really unfortunate throughout our social media times, that we've seen such a rise and fall and such a discrepancy and such a just hatred be built up uh, for people that are different. You know, gays, transgenders, uh, people of color, you know, white people go through it as well. I don't want there to be any kind of confusion. I don't like pieces of shit of any kind. It doesn't matter what color you are. I mean, if you're a piece of shit, man, then fix it. It's not that difficult, but I just, I guess I'm so concerned social media has given that platform to people who embody that and just, they get on there and they just spread nasty shit. You know, I got a couple friends online who have their various beliefs and I'd be the first to tell y'all, like I tell y'all on a couple different episodes, I believe in God, Period. If that makes me stupid to you, it makes me weird to you, it makes me whatever to you, that is great for you. Um I couldn't be less concerned about what you think about my belief system. I say that to say this, I've got I've got best friends who don't believe. And I don't judge them. But I see a lot of people online you know, debating things and shaming this, and the one thing people tend to do is run back to, you know, the God or the religion factor, and they get to making fun of it, they get to talking shit about it, and it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. You laugh at me for believing one thing. You believe something totally different from what I do. And I may look at you funny, but I'm not shaming you. I'm not disgracing you. I'm not telling you you're you're stupid because you do that. And I see a lot of that when it comes to religion online too. You know, people, you believe what you believe. You know, as, as a man... I know I have struggles, but I also believe in God who will continue to help me and continue to work with me and shape and mold me into the man I need to be. But when you talk about that kind of stuff socially online, man, people call you dumb. And I think one of the funniest things is that people who don't believe in God are some of the quickest people to say Jesus or God or anything like that. And to me, it's like, but you don't, we don't believe in him. Or are you just doing that for the book? Are you just doing that for the gram? Are you just doing it for a retweet? Like, what's what's really your point? You know, and I don't knock people for not believing. I can say this firmly: there's some things I see. Honestly, in the world that I can kind of understand why some people have a doubt against it. And that comes back to the social reference because, you know, look at a lot of the things we see. You know, when there is a natural disaster. You know, we see kind of where we are as people. <coughs> Excuse me. Where the uh, compassion and whatnot lies. And it's always funny to see that when something like this happens, the first people that get blamed or asked why they're not doing something is some of these super pastors with these mega churches. And they become under attack quick because, like, you got so much of this money. Why don't you do this? Why don't you help them out? You know, where's God now? Where's this? Where's that? And it's always just like a damn, bro, like for real, seriously, something bad happens. Now, all of a sudden we're referencing God. Now we're referencing, you know, why don't you do something? And what are you doing, fella, sister, uncle, auntie, grams, gramps? What are y'all doing? You're not doing anything but sitting online talking shit. That's not going to help. That's not going to rebuild something that's just been demolished. That's not going to do anything for anybody but cause an argument. And so, like, when I see people do this shit online, I'm like, dude, all right. Obviously, you've got a bigger point to prove in your head or wherever the fuck you need to prove it. But it's just, after a while, it's like, come on, man. Where does this come from? I just, the social strength, I always wonder where it comes from because some of these people who don't ever say anything you know regularly when you see them i mean they're the first person to pop up and type a whole paragraph to you tell you you're a goofy piece of shit for believing in in unicorns and talking this talking that and just kind of poking fun at the bible and stuff like that it's like man aren't you passionate about anything else but telling me what i'm stupid about or stupid for you know, let me get some of your beliefs so if I don't believe in them, I can talk some cash shit to you too. Because, oh man, you know as people, it's the one thing we hate, people, when that shoe is on the other foot and you got to deal with the same shit you just gave somebody else. No, 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 nobody likes that. No, that's, that's when... That's when life gets really different for you. That's when you kind of see those true colors. And unfortunately, this next topic we're introing to, you see it a lot. And that's racism with social media. Now, I... Come on, though. Before I even get started on this topic, if you can't keep it open mind, you might as well shut the podcast off now, man, because I got to get some of this shit off my chest. So... Race was never one of my intentions to talk about on this, on this podcast. I like to keep it lighthearted, but I also like to keep it real. And that's exactly what I'm going to do today. So, you know, if this isn't for you, you know, thanks for tuning in for the first part. And hopefully, you know, we'll catch it another time. But for those who want to keep it real, let's keep it real. Racism on social media is fucking terrible. Um, as always, to my older generation who doesn't prefer cuss words, I don't mean any disrespect to you. Um, this is just where I'm at, and this is just how I'm going to voice it. Um, I was online the other day with one of my friends, and I was reading one of his posts, And obviously, we all kind of know when the dreaded N-word will be dropped almost any conversation. And when you have conversation with certain people, you know what you're getting yourself into, but you never really expect it until it happens. And so my friend and this gentleman was arguing or sharing their opinions about The mountain lion situation, or whatever went down, or about the man you know that killed the mountain lion, or whatever. And big ups to him because I know that was a moment like no other (laughs) for him. Because normally we fight demons inside us, or little stuff during the day. You fought a whole mountain lion, I know (laughs) that heart was thumping, but uh, so I'm reading, I'm reading the little page, I'm reading the post. Then I get to uh, just, I mean, dude dropped an N-word on on my guy like six, seven times. Uh, Even referenced the lion, uh, the mountain lion killing him and showing him what type of N-word he was. In my mind, I'm thinking, where does this dude live? Because if he live anywhere in Lincoln, Nebraska, I need to touch dude up. And see, that's why I had to scale back because we getting too old for that. We getting too old for that. At the same token, we too damn old for you to be calling people niggers online. Period. We're too, we're, we're too old for that. Why, I mean, why is that still even in your arsenal as a defense mechanism? I only see it when people are dead wrong or when they just really feel like there's no other way out and they hit an easy button and that's when the fuck you hear it. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Then you get the, oh, black people say it to each other. So, I mean, cut the shit. Cut the shit. Social shenanigans at its finest. Because you can hide behind that damn computer. You can hide behind that keyboard all you want. And like I said, I'm not promoting violence, but I can tell you this right now. If dude said what he did to my guy online and lived in Lincoln, I promise you he would have got slapped. I can promise you. It wouldn't have necessarily been me, but I can guarantee you for a fact, something would have came of that. I think it's so bad that people really feel they have this protective wall to hide behind when it comes to social shit. And like, dude, once you're done typing and you set foot in that real world, anybody can slap you in your mouth. Anybody can tell you what they want to tell you about yourself, period. Don't let this social media shield. Don't let that thing think it's going to protect you from some real life shit. Because, yes, there is a difference between social media and real life. There's a lot of people who post stuff on social media just to get attention. Just for them likes, for them blue thumbs. There's some people who post what they're going through because they need people to know. There's some people who just post funny shit because they want to laugh. Everybody has a reasoning why they're on there. But this, this negative energy online has just given people a false sense of information. You know, to touch back on that, I've seen so many situations online where, you know, for example, let's touch on this topic. I'm online and, you know, obviously there's a lot of news around the black community, the black culture, And so, yes, I'm one of those people that I get disheartened when I see things from the community because you can be pro-black, pro-white, pro-whatever you want and not be a piece of shit. So that's not hard to do. So let's get that under control. You can't be mad at Billy Bob for being pro-white and not being a piece of shit and being proud of who he is. Even if who he is is not really what you would like him to be. But you can't get on his head because he supports his own. If he treats everybody else like royalty, but he supports his, his businesses of his of his Caucasian peers, so what? So what? So what, man? Not really big deal. People gotta get off that. People can do what they want. You can be pro-black, pro-white, pro-whatever and not be a piece of shit to other people. Because being pro-something does not mean... That everything else stops. It mean, it shows where your focus, where your heart lies at. At the same time, it doesn't mean other people aren't alive. And so, I'm online, you know, scrolling through some stuff, and I see there's a uh, a video about an African American male who had gotten himself into a situation with a Caucasian male. Who was wearing a "Make America Great" hat? Make America Great Again hat. Um. Obviously, it didn't make me very happy that the young man assaulted and you know berated this kid. I didn't think it was cool. No, I didn't. I didn't think it's cool. I still don't think it's cool. What I found even more grotesque after that was the fucking hatred on the post. I mean nigger this, nigger that, this piece of shit here. Somebody went to the extent of saying why are black people always so angry? And at this point I'm just sitting here reading this shit like Lord today I cannot respond to this because I'm going to go off the hinges. Then, oh, it gets even better, people. So then this other guy says they're all so angry because they can't use slavery as an excuse anymore. And at this point, my eyes are coming out of my fucking face. Because I'm like, dude, you live somewhere in Lincoln. I don't know you, but you live somewhere here. And you're talking awfully fucking reckless on here right now. And, And in no way, shape, or form do I think this shit's cool. It went even further to someone else putting they are the reason the country is the way it is. Lord, help me. It took everything in my power to scroll past that. I wrote an initial comment asking a question. I deleted it. Um, there's some shit I'm just not even gonna fuck around with. That's one of them. When you got people with that much hate in their heart, you don't even need to mess around with it. You don't even need to mess around with it. Here's the kicker, though. Here's my biggest problem. I see a lot of people on that post, a ton, a ton, a ton, a ton, agreeing, talking shit, whatever, whatever the case is, making themselves known. But then I noticed some people that I know that were on that post didn't even pay attention to those comments. I've noticed that a lot of people in those posts, when there's something else posted about a, a, a person of color being harassed, being bothered, being treated unfairly. That's exactly what happens. People whistle, walk right past it, walk right over it. Oh, oh. I don't think that's good. Well, what, what did he do to deserve it? What, what, why was he there in the front? Hold up, hold up, hold up. You're asking why another human being was at another place in life? Because the fuck they wanted to be there. So basically what you're saying is before you even ask anything about what kind of injustice shit is going on, you want to know why somebody is where they are. All right, man. Okay. You got it. You got it. That's the kind of disgusting shit I'm talking about. You cannot be bothered by one thing and not be bothered of something that's the same in a different light. When those two things are the same, when injustice is the main topic we're talking about and you care more about one person getting fucked over than another person getting fucked over, you're a problem you've now allowed, allowed that social shenanigan syndrome to take over your whole damn head. Because as I was sitting here reading some of these comments, obviously, you know, and it doesn't make me happy that I have, you know, African-American friends that say, you know, certain things to white people, to other races. No, it's not my cup of tea. No, it's not. But... I think the biggest problem for me is that people will say all this shit, people will be wrong, and people won't give a fuck, because socially, under that social media shield, people are protected. I'm just giving my opinion. If you don't like my opinion, then you need to work on this, that, that, man, I just read what you said, and, like, when you see people say certain shit, you can't unsee it. So, no, I don't like hearing fellow black people, you know, oh, fuck this cracker, fuck this. I don't, no, it's not really my thing. It's not. Do I have some friends that joke? Yes. Have I joked before? Of course. We've all made jokes within our circle that we may think are funny. I don't know that I necessarily went above and beyond outside of the circle and made a joke that I, I think would be accepted by all. But at the same time, I don't practice negative values. So I don't like seeing people, you know, getting called nigger, getting called stupid ass white boy spick. None, none of that bullshit. None of it's cool. I just don't understand why socially people are okay with it. Online, People will never in a million years say this shit outside of that wall of the keyboard. But get online and we'll talk crazy. I just... It's one of those things I just don't understand. And I don't really want to understand. But it is the way it is, you know. People really feel strongly against other people that's a really sad commentary in this day and age we can't come and love each other because so and so things different or so and so's is watching and they don't agree and you know before you know it, we got all sorts of just angles of separation and the goal is togetherness this world is getting ugly people and the goal is togetherness we can't be sitting here dividing each other That's not what we're here for. I think it's really scary that behind those social media walls there's also people dying to get out for good reasons. Trying to get things out there for people to be aware of. Trying to help a cause. Trying to promote things that matter. But then you have people who don't or won't tap into what they're talking about. And then, oh, that's just stupid. Or, oh, that's not important. Or, oh, I'll go past that. I ain't going to share that shit. But I will share this bullshit talking crazy about somebody else, though, because that's funny. Like I said, you got your right to do what you want to do. I laugh at shit. There's some shit I don't share because there's some shit I don't think is necessary to share. I think some shit is common knowledge. And that if you don't get it at this point, you may never get it. But I hate. The shield social media has given people. I hate how it's allowed people to, to hide behind these keyboards with this hate and this malice and this just willful disrespect for other people, man. Like, disrespect ain't what's up. Disrespect is not what's up. And to feel that you can do it because nobody can touch you or nobody can see you. Some huff ass shit. We're going to take a quick second again here on the corner. Got a little heated there. Got to, you know, got to bring it back down. I'm good. I just had to, I had to get it off my chest though because I get, I get really tired of seeing certain shit. Um, It just gets frustrating because the world we once knew is an ugly place now and social media to an extent has not helped it one bit. We'll be back and talk about a couple big things I hope we change and stop doing in society, um, socially, and in our own groups while we're with our friends and our peers and whatnot. Because there's some things that leak out of those jokes, that leak out of those mindsets, that really show where people are at as a whole, and it ain't always good me included it's definitely not always good we'll be right back in just a few moments here in the corner MK3 the host alright we back K3 the host in the building you know what? so we gonna wrap up today we talked about the social media shield we talked about how detrimental it can be how ugly it can be with things like race um and just in general as we close out today though there's a couple of things I want to make sure that we try to do as people to help each other kind of grow and learn and you know basically I you know it sounds crazy but kind of help each other see some shit that we need to see um, one of the biggest things I want to see is let's stop comparing All the way to sports. You know, we're comparing LeBron and uh, Mike and Kobe and all this stuff. And it's funny because we compare these people acting like we don't know that they played in different eras. Or they didn't play with different beasts. Like there wasn't certain rivals and certain nemesis that each of these people had to face. Like stop it. Just stop it. You know. As black as a black male, I can't tell another male of another color what they go through. Um, and I know that's a tricky topic, but you can definitely have your opinion without telling somebody what they go through. See, telling and having an opinion are two different things. You can think that another person has the same struggles, or you can think someone struggles out for them, but you cannot actually struggle someone else's struggles out for them. Wrap your mind around that. You cannot struggle or de-struggle someone else's struggle or put yourself into it without really knowing or tell someone what their struggle is without really knowing. You know, I've had a lot of conversations with some white brothers that I have and we've, we've touched on some topics where they've even gotten a little bit uncomfortable. Like, look, man, I'm really sorry you went through that. I'm really sorry about it. I don't know what that's like. But I know it's not fucking cool. That to me is a solid answer. It doesn't patch up any necessarily hurt that I have. But it's one of the best answers you can give. I don't know what you're going through. I've never been through it. But I'm but I'm sorry that you're going through it. It can't stop anything, but it can help. And so one thing I also want to help is... You know, when we share something online... Or whatever we're doing socially. Let's stop. Getting off the topic. Of the point. Of the post or share. Um, One example I had of this was a couple weeks ago. I put a post up about. It says stop. Telling black children. Gifted black children. That they're acting white. Which led to some people jumping on the post saying that it's detrimental to white youth as well. Um, I had somebody on there from left fucking field who kept saying this, that, and the third. and He didn't get that I wasn't trying to hear it. So I would interact with other people. And then not interact with him, or it was more in a negative light. And it was only because, like, you came on this post trying to shit on what I'm saying because of whatever. This post isn't saying that you should talk detrimentally to white children, or Asian children, or Mexican children. It's not fucking saying that. Stick to the script, man. This post specifically says do not tell. Young, gifted black children, they're acting white basically because they're gifted young children. I think we all know that there are some stereotypes about color and education that are A, not always true, and B, pretty bogus. Now, yes, several intelligent, you know, white children everywhere, duh, there's intelligent children everywhere, period. But the point was, and I've heard this before because I, I speak well. You know, I, I'm not necessarily, I don't have my degree yet. But I do know how to speak and I speak well. And I've heard that I, I'm, quote, talking white. And I always in the back of my mind, I laugh it off. I'm like, how the fuck do you talk a color? Do you know how stupid you sound right now? And I leave it at that people. It's 2019. Stop fucking telling people they're speaking a color. How do you speak black? How do you speak white? How do you speak red? Please tell me. I, I have to know. I I have to know how you speak color. Because I got to try that shit. But seriously, man. Stop telling, stop telling black kids that are smart that by being educated and by doing what they need to do that they're acting white. That's not okay, because what you're telling them is that all white children are smart, all white children are educated, and all white children do this to be where they're at. Lo and behold, we know that is not always the case. And the the thing that I found so interesting was that when this guy made that comment. And, you know, obviously the other people will, you know, comments made to white kids are detrimental too. Well, duh. Duh. Detrimental comments to anybody is detrimental. Duh. That's just common sense. But this, this is my thing. When young gifted black children are told they're acting white, that doesn't sit as well with them. As if we flip the script and tell a young male, a young white male, who, how do we do this, people? How do we do this the right way? Okay, cool. This is how we do it the right way. So, a white male with a deep voice, with baggy jeans it may not be, or may be, hanging off his ass, listening to rap, being disrespectful, whatever, being good at sports, being good at basketball. We tell them that they're acting black now. That is one thing that is always I never understood it. Never understood it. Now here's the kicker. There's not a there's there's a lot of young white children that will get offended by that. And then there's that slight percentage that are like, shit, cool. That's what I want to be anyway. That's what I want to do or this is who I'm trying to portray anyway. These are my friends. I want to be around them anyway. This is the thing. You're telling someone not to be something in a positive light and you're telling someone not to be something in a negative light. That's not a comparison to me. So... While it's understood not to say those things to black children, I think it needs to be equally understood not to say those kind of things to white children because you know, you're know you slapping the race, the African-American race, in the face by saying all we do is either sell weed, have baggy pants hanging halfway off our ass, or disrespectful, listen to this type of music, and that's it. What kind of fucked up degrading system is that? If you sit back and really think about that, that's what you're telling young white kids who are, quote, being black. Are you telling them they're being black or acting like they're black when they're doing good things? When they're getting good marks in class? When they're the most respectful? When they're doing certain things? No, hell no. Nope. Nope. You don't say anything then. You say it then. And that, to me, is so disturbing because... We're feeding a double standard to kids. We're feeding a double standard to kids early too. And why you would say that to anybody because they act a certain way is just beyond me. It's it's honestly beyond me. The whole acting and color thing has got to stop, people. Got to stop saying that the, you know, man, the white boy, man, he can dribble and shoot man He hooped like a brother. Why? Why? How? Come on. Come on. That just is stupid. Oh man, you smart. You sound like you sound like a white boy. Wait, did you just tell me I sound smart and sound like somebody fucking else? A lot of it is taking credit and accepting who says it to you. And you have to acknowledge that some people just are dumb as a box of hair. And so a lot of shit you hear is just you need to let go in one ear and not the other. But there's some things you got to hear it and hear it again to realize what the wait hold on. And that's one of those things I think social media has definitely worsened. Trying to make one race superior to the other, trying to make one way of life more conducive to the other, or making one way of life the only way you can go. And then on top of that, to then degrade someone and instead of saying that they're a hard working you know child, kid, young man you're telling them that they're somebody else and you're not seeing how that can kill somebody's dream? Look, bottom line is people be who you are offline online joke around Talk your shit. Be who you actually are. Don't let a false sense of social media hinder you from being who you are. And don't let it get your ass whooped either. If you don't appreciate certain people, you can ap- not appreciate them and still watch your fucking mouth. I know it's kind of funny how I just said watch your fucking mouth, but you, you can't. You don't have to chime in. You don't have to agree. And when the kitchen gets too damn hot, get out. It's simple. Get out. Just like the movie. Hard right. Bow. Get out. It's not that difficult. But we can't keep hiding behind these social media shields, man, and and, and wondering why in real life nobody really rocks with us. Nobody really does this with that. Nobody really does that with us. Got to remember these things here in life, man, because... The more and more I grow with this podcast, the more and more I look at some other things in the world. You know, I fear for my kids. I have two mixed kids. I fear for them. They've got, I mean, don't get me wrong, their dad's six five, two eighty. So, I mean, they're they're pretty much protected. But I can't be in the schools with them. I can't intercept their messages. I can't unhear what they've heard. I can't tell them how to feel. So the best thing for me to do is be a good example of who I really am offline and online. Teach kids the power of being yourself in any situation. Stop segregating everything. Also take time to understand there are going to be some black people who don't want to befriend white people. There are some white people who do not want to befriend black people or other people of color. To an extent, that is not wrong. It's when you become disrespectful and degrading online, offline, whatever the case is, and then, you know, when that when that drama gets brought to your front step, then that, oh, well, I you know I can I can say what I want. You're right, you can. You absolutely can say what you want. But when you say what you want to certain people, certain people have a way of handling it. And that's just the facts. Appreciate y'all tuning in today, man. It's MK3 the host, man. I love talking, man. I love having a good time. I love just getting my shit off my chest. That's something that's been weighing on me for a while. We can definitely get in depth into that one. I know there might be some heated conversations with that one, but you know what? Hey, we welcome it. It's the corner, man. You can get your shit off here in the corner anytime. I got to thank my team. Miguel Gomez, Jordan Jill Brown, Willie Morris, my guy Kamari Chanel. I got to thank my team. Uh, They helped me represent Kirkland's Corner as well. Uh, Big ups to Josh Linen, R&V, Rich Musical, Vibes Studio. Thank you for the sponsorship, brother. Appreciate it. Um, A lot of people have, you know, come together to help me create this brainwave that I've been on lately. And, you know... Like I said, from episode one, you know, I I would like to be a lot more consistent. There's just some, you know, some things I've been working out, you know, and working on not making excuses. But this is just one topic today that touched me, and I felt like I needed to get it off my chest. Hopefully, some other people can bounce this off of their daily routine, bounce it off of whatever wall they need to and feel it. Uh, Hopefully, it'll help you walk through your day. Hopefully it'll help you realize that you don't need to be online talking that spicy shit, especially if you can't cook. There's a deeper meaning to that. Hopefully you caught that. But yeah, thank you to my team. Um, like I said, uh, big ups to um, Josh Linen. Thank you very much. Big ups to my team. Um, we do have a tournament coming up. It's a five-on-five tournament. Uh, May 3rd and 4th here in Lincoln, Nebraska. is going to be the Corner Classic Uh Yes, the corner, a.k.a. Kirkland's Corner. This will be one of my first tournaments I'm going to put on. So I'm going to do, you know, do my damn thing. We're going to have some live music. We're going to have some raffles. Uh, we're just going to make it colorful, man. So if you or anybody pass the word along, 505 Tournament May 3rd, uh, get a hold of me, uh, Matt Kirkland, on Facebook. You can follow Kirkland's Corner. That's also the page on Facebook. Uh, the logo is a mouth with a beard, a chip tooth, and a crown. That represents <laughs> my bottom set because I got a chip tooth. But, uh, yeah, follow the movement. Uh, We're going to keep trying to pump this thing out. Um, I know we got another podcast coming up uh, later tonight. We got one coming up tomorrow as well. So we just going to keep it grooving, man. Thank you, for turning it in. Thank you for tuning in to the corner. It's always appreciated. It's always love. And, hey, go out there today. Put your best foot forward. Don't hide behind any of these shields, social media, where there's too many damn filters on your face. Or just being who you really aren't. Get away from them social media shades today, man. And go kill something that matters. Not a person, obviously. But go crush one of them goals, one of them dreams. Make it happen. It's MK3 The Host. I'm out!